It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, plenty to celebrate during the Galvanised Festival in September. Source of Stink finally revealed, so we ask how to stop it happening again. Still more to share after the floods earlier this year. Can you teach an old bird new tricks? And we reminisce about Ipswich City Square. All this and more during another yarn over the back fence with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack. It's Wednesday, August 17, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich and growing up in Ebervale, he's assuring us it didn't affect him much at all. He was the first voice on QFM in 1990, still a media tart and owns a small business. Welcome, Ash. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Walter yeah. Williams has called Ipswich home for 31 years, and you know his voice on many TV and radio ads as well. He was previously heard on QFM, Star FM, River, and 4BC. Welcome, Walt. Walt is in the building. G'day. Ah, lovely to have you guys back on Over the Back Fence. We all love a good festival. Who doesn't? The second annual Galvanised Festival is getting underway next month. What I like about this one is that it's many community groups, and this year I think there's even more than last year, organising their own event, but council coordinates and promotes. So individually, they wouldn't have the, the dollars to promote their own individual mm. event, but coming together, council promotes it. And there's a big emphasis on heritage. Uh, let's go to you first, Walt. Uh, what's going to be on your to-do list in Galvanised? Yeah, I've been having a look through the list, actually. There's a heap of events going on everywhere, isn't there? I mean, there's something for everyone. Uh, the beauty of this whole thing, uh, by the way, in the research I've done, is that it's uh, showcasing the best heritage experiences and events that we've got to offer. That kicks off 1st of September. So what I love about it is how you get transported back in time with mm. some of these mm. uh, these uh, iconic venues and historic sites where they're going to be participating with all of this. There's there's even a ghost tour of Ipswich, which sounds like fun, and a torch-lit tour of the, uh, the uh, museum, which will be terrific as well. So lots of demonstrations, workshops. There's a lot to choose from. My, I, it's a very long list. It is a very long you. list. The yeah. website will be be in the show notes. Ash, 11 days, 30 events. Uh, what's top of your list? 11th of September. 
I just love going to the where you see things the way they used to be mm. before, like before we had phones and TVs and whatever. Yeah, blacksmith, yeah, making things and that sort of yep. stuff. I love that sort of thing. And I don't know if you've ever been out there, but it's a hoot. It is, and it's getting better all the time. The Ipswich Historical Society doing a fantastic job, stacks of volunteers. I think on my list might be bike beards and barbecues. Thought you'd be queuing up for that. <laughs> See, neither Ash or I have a beard at the moment. No. Either uh, you or I got a bike. And that's the other thing. We, we don't have bikes. We don't have beards. Doesn't we, mean to say I, you I can't go and look. I don't even own a barbecue. <laughs> Anyway, Galvanise, it looks like it's going to be a top 11 days at Ipswich, so make sure you at least go to one event on that incredible calendar. Now to something a bit more serious. The source of the stink has finally been revealed. Now, I can't believe it's taken this long, but the state government's now named Cleanaway as the culprit and ordered a cell, which is a big hole in the ground, to be closed after it was flooded earlier this year. You've got to wonder why these processes take so long. I'd like mm. to ask for your serious suggestions of how to <coughs> tackle future stinky outbreaks a lot quicker than they have been. Ash? I would suggest, oh, look, just before Ash pops in, I would okay. suggest a giant can of Glen 20. <laughs> it works in the bathroom. I'm, I'm of the impression that it, these people, COVID, they said, got rid of your sense of smell. And I reckon the guys who were trying to find it had COVID. They must have because well, I could smell it clear as a bell when I was over at that side, yeah. the other side of town. Mm. And what was what caused it? Was it a big hole f- full of water? Did the water cause the, well, the smell? whatever was in the hole, I think it started fermenting in a big Ooh. way. And, of Ooh. course, that's produced the smell. And uh, thousands of people have smelt that smell. Uh, let's hope this is the end of the stinky business and we don't have any more. Yeah. It might have, have you ever smelled? Yeah, sorry. Have you ever smelled hops when it's brewing and it's which yeah, it's eventually terrible. becomes beer? It's yeah. a it's a disgusting rank. smell. Yeah, it's rank. <laughs> it's rank. But yeah. we all love beer, so who knows what could bubble out of oh. it? Oh. <laughs> I just uh, you know the, that's the other thing is, is that the reason we couldn't um, find the smell is everybody was using the same line they use when they say, "Where's that smell coming from?" Oh. It wasn't it? Wasn't me? Wasn't so me. they're blaming blaming. The neighbourhood dogs. Yeah. Exactly. I mentioned flooding there in, in contributing to uh, the stinky problem. In the aftermath of the flooding, it's still front and centre for those directly affected. The buyback option for the hardest hit looks to be very popular in Goodner. Walt, you registered with the Resilient mm. Homes Fund. What's the latest yeah. you're hearing? Well, I've ticked all the boxes. I actually finally got a, a phone call back from the resilience mob yesterday. That's incredible. So it is. It's a good move. At least it's something's moving forward. Um, and eventually they're going to send out a bloke or a, a woman, maybe, uh, to uh, survey the property and give us some sort of report. This guy I was talking to just specialises in the buyback. So they've got people specialised in typical government. There's someone who just does buyback. There's someone who just does house raising, etc. There's, what are you hoping a, for? What, what would you like to see happen? Best outcome, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, someone offers me a million dollars and I can go somewhere nice. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's right. I'll, I'll buy an apartment down the Gold Coast next to you. <laughs> <laughs> then you won't be able to be on the show, Walt. You won't be part of Ipswich. No, you can't do that. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no we, we love our. We've been, we've been here over three decades. Yeah. So yeah, and in fact, I was just out walking the other day with uh, my young Henry Waffles, our Maltese Shih Tzu, and taking him down to the zoo. He loves it. It's a uh, good outing for the dogs from yeah. the outside. Of course, you yeah, can't yes. take them inside. That's right. Ash, what are you hearing in your area? About flooding? Yeah, about the flooding buybacks or whatever. Well, there's a lot of people who I think that we were talking about this and the people in 2011 who got flooded but didn't get flooded this time are actually moving, are looking. There's a lot of those houses on the market at the moment. And I I think they've left their run a bit late, to tell you the truth, because, gee, the market's cooled off, hasn't it? Mm. Well, you're very close to real estate, even though you uh, are not selling it uh, currently, but you were very closely involved. It, so we we are hearing that in the news. So you, you believe that to be true yeah. in Ipswich as well? Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. I think there's a, a few people who are just getting a bit nervous. And uh, Walter was saying before that uh, the news are carrying on that next year might be another. No, this spring. This spring. This spring, the El Nino will be back to haunt us some more. And I I notice a lot of for sale signs going out around East Ipswich area too, and a lot of those people were heavily affected by flooding. Mm. Yeah, I've also heard the same as you there, uh, Ash, as you mentioned. Some people who were flooded in 2011, but the water came close this year, are considering selling because they just – it's just – too many, too soon, and they just yeah, need to be somewhere exactly. where there's no threat of flooding whatsoever, just for their exactly. own peace of mind, yeah. You don't need that stress of, in your life. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if they've done this uh, survey to find out if those people have PTSD, but, yeah. you know, lots of lots, lots of issues there. But uh, mm. one final word on the uh, the flood buybacks. I'm also hearing that Goodner is the centre of action there, and we're likely to hear that, you know, around Enid Street, those very low-lying areas, mm. will hopefully be the first of the buybacks in the whole state. So it's nice to see Ipswich at the top of the queue. Magpie Mm. swooping season has begun. And again, the media is telling us it's early, but I think it's about right from from memory. August, yeah, Yeah, it's it's normal. Uh, What's your worst magpie experience as a kid, Walt? I don't know about as a kid, but as an adult in Ipswich, (laughs) going around West Ippy on my uh, bicycle a few years back, and I got swooped by this magpie. He was a crazy mofo. And <laughs> it didn't matter what I did. I was trying to be nice to him, talk to him nice. He wouldn't no. let me through. I went around the corner and I found another set of magpies wanted to attack me. I ended up putting my – I went to some complete strangers who were in the street, took my bike over and said, look, would, could I get a lift home with you guys? Because I, I cannot get out of this area. I was virtually pinned down by magpies. They were working as a team. <laughs> they were working as a team. And so I threw my bike in the back of their trailer and got a, a lift home. Thank goodness for those people. Ash, what about your magpie stories? I have a theory, and that is that I'm married to Snow White. <laughs> what? No. Penny... You've you both of you have met Penny. Yes. We know Penny well. <laughs> she has this thing with animals, right? Oh, and, right. And in the mornings, like I, I'm the early riser, so I get out of bed. And because she feeds the magpies and the carawongs and the butcher birds, they come and knock on the door. Uh-huh. Literally. They, Literally, they know. They do. And, oh, yeah, and, they know. And they're expensive little bugs. It's because, <laughs> right, you're not supposed to feed them mince or anything because it, it, it can do damage to their, their offspring. So what you have to do is you, you've got to go and buy worms. You buy dried worms and they're available at Woolies. Right. Right. They're on special 
nine dollars yeah. a bag, and she buys oh. them in two lots. So eighteen bucks, and I go through these in about a week. Right, wow. right, and these they eat out of my hand. Wow, incredible! The, the back there in the morning, but the, it's funny though. Like I'll be sitting down. The first thing you do in the morning is whip out the old phone and check the news. And here I'm trying to read the news, and bang, bang, bang on the door beside me is this magpie. Just looks at me, he's saying, "Hey, come on, what's the go?" <laughs> so wow. no, that's the trick. You you got to have them as friends, not as, as not as enemies. Well, yes. about three years ago, mm. I had a, an issue with a swooping magpie here, and hadn't been previously. Right. Mm. So I, I think it was last year on the podcast, I interviewed a magpie expert mm. and I said, is it possible to befriend a magpie that swoops you? And the, the short answer was yes. So I, I started feeding it. Mm. What? Yes. And it stopped swooping. And, yeah, it's, it. and it's back again this year, looking, looking for mm. its little snacks. And I have a little call I call out, here Maggie, here Maggie, and it appears <laughs> from nowhere. Right. That's interesting. That's Penny's in the search. She calls hers Maggie too. Here, <laughs> Maggie. Here, Maggie. And the bird appears from nowhere looking for, and I just roll up little bits of bread, and it seems to love that. Ooh, and once, right. once, it's, once the babies are hatched, I can see them in a distant tree. The, the bird will take some of that and feed the babies. Yes. And now it doesn't swoop yet. Well, well, I'm hoping that, uh, well, once the babies are born, the proof will be in the pudding for year two. Mm. Um so I'm just I'm just holding my breath that it's still going to work this year. Well, they say it's all about memory with magpies, don't mm. they? Mm. Mm. They remember people's faces. Mm. So supposedly, so the experts say. So mm. um, yeah, I, you know, a bit like teaching an old dog new tricks. It seems as though you can befriend a swooping magpie. Mm. I don't know about but, in, a, in a public place; that'd be hard. Right. You, but certainly in your own yard. But there's no hope with plovers. They're just no, no, I, no. <laughs> No, They're no. like the dumbest, ugliest bird that has ever graced this earth. <laughs> and noisy. And, and noisy. Once, and once the babies are born, they are particularly aggressive. Oh, because they're they? on the ground. They're not in a tree. And they're so cute. They're, they're these little oh, tiny things. We have, hey, they, we've got curlews. Yeah, they're cute when they're little. <laughs> but then they turn into dodos <laughs> that attack you. They actually they should be extinct. They're fun if you play with them because when they swoop at you, they all they actually like the game. You can actually play with them. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, now, once no. once the babies are born, Ash, they want to they want to make contact. Yeah, yeah I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yes, mm. uh, before the babies are born, yeah, they'll certainly get aggressive. But once the babies are born, they definitely contact. That's happened to me. Anyway, let, like a, at least we don't have a pathologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? An armchair expert. Um, mm. But let's hope there's no d no tragedies this swooping mm. season, not like mm. last year, that terrible, terrible yeah, tragic terrible. situation mm. over Holland Parkway. We don't that want to see that. Quite serious, can't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Let's finish off on reminiscing time. Well, you bought this a couple, uh, you bought the idea up a couple of months ago. And we've talked about the Jim Gardner pool, the old yeah. town cinemas. I thought we'd throw in something a bit more recent. Ipswich City Square. It's all here in the square, which doesn't exist anymore because it's now no. Tulmer Place and uh, the redevelopment's uh, gone on there. But Ipswich City Square during its heyday, what mm. do you remember in the years after it opened? Well, I was the voice of Ipswich City Square oh, there you back, go. back in the day. Yeah, I used to do the recorded, <laughs> the recorded announcements that used to broadcast throughout the square oh, back in the 90s. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you walk through the square, chances are you would have heard me. There you go. Um, I always wanted to do those voiceovers, but actually do them and say, Oi, you, what are you doing? <laughs> Just <laughs> everybody look at what? What? Hey, what? 
What were your favourite shops? In oh, the, McDonald's. Ah, oh, in the corner there of uh, Bell, yeah. uh, Bell Street and yeah, Britain Street. Yeah. That was a good Macca's, wasn't it? It was yeah. a good Macca's. And yeah. Well, it's a pity it's gone. Yeah, well, it moved uptown, as you know. It, had to, it mm. had to move to make way for the Icon building. I remember there was a Tandy store in there. So, oh, for, so for the geeks God, listening, tandy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a Tandy wow. store, which then became Dick Smith, which then became nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how the world changes. Yeah, look, and, and look, you can get all sorts of things there. I think one of the great survivors has been Trotty Becky. They're still in the CBD and uh, a great shop. There was also mm. a... Uh, That's a survivor, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, there, there, was, there was also a, uh, a shop there selling carpets, I remember. I bought a couple of carpets, carpet squares. Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, my favourite yeah, store in Ipswich City Square was the music store. In fact, if you you walk through the square, you can still see their banner up in mm. above where their shop used to be. And they sold the best range of CDs and cassettes back then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're coming yes back, children, if you're listening in, we're that old. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was the format in those days. That was yeah. a great music store. Now, that music store was here when I arrived in uh, around... 98. Mm. What was it called? Come on. Blank. Blank. Total blank. Oh, yeah, forgotten right. that. Something music. <laughs> Cosmic music. That's it. Was, was oh, you're good. You did a quick Google, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. Bugger? Hands off keyboard. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the brain is working again? <laughs> yes. Ash, what were some of your favourite stores then? Oh, as I said, McDonald's. I used to love going to the McDonald's. I thought it was just so well laid out, and it was down. It was trendy. Yeah. It was very. Yeah. It was very. Um, it was a pity that went. I yeah, bet you, you were like us, and you had your kids' children's birthday parties there, didn't you? Yes, and I remember actually, uh, I had a, my first meeting with Terry Hadnut from Ipswich Events yes. about emceeing the things there for the Ipswich Festival. I remember we met there, and oh, you know, okay. it, was, it was a great yes, it was a good meeting place like yeah, it that. was yeah I, I conducted a few business meetings i also met my dentist in ipswich <laughs> city square and they're still my dentist 30 plus years later true wow. they, uh, they've since moved on they're yes. in the uh, the medical precinct over near the province oh, they've been extracted over yes. near st andrews now <laughs> yeah, but yeah okay. they beat extral very good <laughs> give it up for us <laughs> and i'm sure there's many what's the many, time 230 230 yes. yeah okay yeah. there are many more uh, uh shops to reminisce about in ipswich city square one last word that it's all here or it all was here in the square ash one last word. Mm. Uh, the only problem is I didn't uh, I didn't go in there enough. You know when they it sort of closed down, I thought I missed it. I yeah. should have gone there more. Yeah. I should have mm. gone there more. Look, mm. I, w- working in the CBD, it was always handy to uh, park underneath and duck upstairs to Woolies when it was mm. there. And uh, especially, I think that overlapped, yeah, 2011, uh, Coles was washed away for a couple of years, yeah, before they rebuilt. So mm. Woolies had it all to themselves there. So. Yeah. But no, no, well, at it was, least uh, Tom was, place was is coming back to life, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, you, they got the Zambreros open the other day. Yeah. You, you've the got dumpling the dumpling place. The dumpling place, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you've got the the gelati yeah. joint there. Yeah. No, no, it's uh, it's good to see. And um, let's keep our fingers crossed that the rest of those shops can be filled up quickly. We're still waiting to hear when the Commonwealth Hotel will reopen. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. But they announced that Hoyts are coming, aren't they? Yes. That's it, yeah. yeah. Hoyts is, is on the uh, way. There's, it was announced I, uh, in the last few the, days. The city can't. We know the city cannot support two cinemas, so something's got to give, right? Mm, well, 
I can't agree 100% with you, Walt. I see where you're coming from. There were cinemas there before, and across the river was fine. Anyway. Yeah, but that was on the final stages of event. They were, they were in the die, yeah. dying stages anyway. Whereas, look, I've been across to, uh, to Limelight yep. when it's brand new opening Thursday night for movies, and it's still quiet. And that's just with one cinema chain in town. Mm. Imagine if we have two. Do you think, do you think that that's a, a, a thing about the competition between cinemas or the people that I haven't been to a cinema? Yeah. Only Penny said the other day that Limelight are running this, this cheap deal. She said, let's go and watch some movies. And I think it's, what, 16 bucks or something. Oh, something cheaper really than cheap. that. Cheaper yeah. than that, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's – I think that it, it might make them sharpen their pencil and put on some good good events. I think it's it's the movement in technology because we've got streaming, et cetera, now. So yes. a lot of people are turning their home into a home cinema yeah. uh, and not enjoying the big experience. I still love going to the cinema and seeing a movie on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. it's not as, not as big as we discussed – the other day where we had 2,000-seaters or whatever, you know, it, the biggest screen over there is only 400-seater. Look, the cinemas still seem to be surviving, so we'll see what happens as uh, as that time comes closer. We'll wrap it up for August. Uh, thank you, Ash. Thank you, Walt, for joining us over the back fence. See thank ya. you, Alan. And, Alan, if you do have any thoughts or opinions about this podcast, could everyone please keep them to themselves? <laughs> That'd be good. Thanks, Walt. And a quick reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. From legendary locals, we all know, to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.